Um, cheese puff. Ready? Cheese puff. One, two, three. Cheese puff. Cheese puff. Okay, so there's no delay. Cheese puff. <coughs> Chinese space lung aids. Okay. All right. Shall we start this? Bat Do space. It. Do it. I mean, cheese puff it. Okay. Just let me know when you hit that button. I hit it when you said cheese puff. Did you? Yeah, so you can start anytime. All right, I'm sorry now. Three, two, one. Hello, Internet, and welcome to the Friendship Snake Podcast. I am your host, Wade Mariano, and I'm joined as always by... Trace Finnecaro. And... Uh, a, a spotted porn rake. That is a one-gunner Kennedy. Guys... Gals, however you wish to be addressed, how is it going? Good. Cheese puff. Cheese puff. There you go. Great. All right. <laughs> so um, I'll start this uh, shindig off. Kobe Bryant's fucking dead, which is fucking crazy in itself as he's only 41 years old. But um, it's... I don't think I could imagine a more tragic way to die. And and I'm not a parent, but think of your last thoughts, A, recognizing that you're going to fucking die, but B, no, having to know that your child is going to die as well and there's nothing you can do about it. I don't think, I don't know if there's, if there's a worse way to go. No, Trace, you're a parent. No, that's terrifying. I've flown with my kids and you, you have no choice but to think about it. And, the first time that I flew with my mom, it was the first time she had ever been in a plane and yeah. she was in her fifties and uh, she looks over and it's me and my two brothers, her only children that she's, that she had. And uh, <laughs> she looks over at us and she, we said, Hey mom, are you okay? Are you scared to be flying? And she says, well, I'm, I'm not that scared, but all my eggs are in one basket right now. And it's true. I mean, that's a good, it's it's very true, right? It's, I mean, I guess as awful as it is um, for his wife and his other daughters to lose, you know, their daughters and and sister. I mean, at least she's she didn't lose them all, right? Like she still has some sort of a, a legacy to build on and. She has some of her children alive, or most of her kids alive, but I just, that's one thing about the the whole incident um, that just kind of stuck with me and really, and it's affected me a little bit. It's, it's fucking kind of bummed me out. You know what I mean? Like, cause at the end of the day, Kobe Bryant is a, is a household name. Even if you don't follow basketball, I can, I can almost guarantee you pretty much most people know who Kobe Bryant is. Um, and he's, you know, he was a, he's a special player for sure. I'm sure right now he'll probably be ranked by people a little higher than he might deserve. Um, you know, some people say he's the second best player ever in, in basketball to Michael Jordan. I don't think that's the case. Um, but he's definitely he's he's a, he's an, uh, an awesome player. Definitely first ballot Hall of Famer and one of the best to ever play. Like the guy was was awesome. Um, I was never. A, Huge Lakers guy. I'm, I'm from New York. You know, you cheer on the Knicks, and they've been perennial fucking losers for like as long as I've been alive. You know, they had some good teams, but never that were going to ever match like the Bulls or anything like that. 
fucking even when Jordan left, they couldn't like <laughs> they couldn't win. <clears throat> but that being said, I think uh, what was kind of awesome about Kobe Bryant is um, he was. I mean, he wasn't the most athletic guy. He was athletic, don't get me wrong, like a super athlete. But there are probably, at any time he was playing in the league, at least 15 or 20 guys that were just as athletic, if not more athletic than him. But he was better than all of them because the dude would just worked his ass off. Like his work ethic, talk to anybody that's ever played with him um, or coached him. And like that was like the thing that set him apart from people. And I think that's important because – not everyone's born with the most amazing or the most amount of talent, but he's the type of guy that shows, even if you're born with a little bit of talent, if you work your ass off and 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 make it laser focused and that's what you want to do, that's what your dream is, you can be, you know, a master of your craft, which, you know, I'm going to get sappy on this shit. I actually want to talk about some other aspects of this, um, but out of respect for the guy and out of respect for the way he played, I think it was it's important to say. Yeah, he's a in that sense a good role model. That you know, just because you're not born the best doesn't mean that you can't be the best. And I know there's some definition around the word best, but um, at least of your time, you know, the winningest. Um, yeah. So what's interesting about his? I shouldn't say use the word interesting and death in the same sentence, but his death has caused a lot of like news and social media commotion. And it's been very strange. And I, I, at at this point, I'm just wondering if this is the new norm for when something happens, because it's so, so strange. And I mean, so many, so much drama has come out of just the, the news releasing of this. You have to tangentially participate in in, in tragedy. Well, it's just—I mean, frankly, it's disgusting. So I, I'm going to break this down into two aspects. One, I don't necessarily feel disgusting personally. I haven't really, um, like, so I, I'm a firm believer in that comedy has no boundaries. So if you want to make jokes about Kobe Bryant dying, if if it's funny. You know, good on you. I'm not in a state where pretty much any fucking joke about it is going to be funny to me. So I don't take offense because if you're, you know, if you're trying to make a joke and you're trying to be intelligent about it, um, I mean, you're it's it's ballsy because because especially a guy like that, um, and most people trying to make fun of it are probably just you know sad sacks of shit compared comparatively speaking, as far as the type you know what type of people they are. Uh, but I won't shit on somebody trying to make a joke. Like I, comedy, in my opinion, gets a pass. It's not. It's and I love comedy. I love to try and make people laugh and spin a joke. This is something that hit too hard for me. Um, and I wasn't even that big of a Kobe fan. But the fact is, is like he's a good dude. He's a solid role model, um, and he had a great and amazing work ethic. And I just I got a hard time making fun of somebody like that. Like I don't. And he died with one of his children. Right. It's like, I, yeah. I can't, it's, it's a little too much. Maybe down the road, I can make some jokes about it. Um, and some people have made some like light, like it's like, I'm still going to fucking yell Kobe when I throw my, you know, when I throw my uh, crumpled up paper into a waste paper basket. Like, that's, that's funny. You know what I mean? And that's paying yeah. homage more, you know, that's, that's being yeah. a little more 
But if you want to try and make like a raunchy joke at it and a racy joke, uh, all the power to you. I'm just probably not going to laugh at it. You know what I mean? It's just, it's, I don't know. It's a little too soon for me. So um, did you hear about the news reporter? I don't even like repeating this stuff. I hate this stuff. I hate this news. I hate to even repeat it. But did you hear about the news reporter that allegedly uh, dropped the N-bomb while talking about his death? I you know, have did you hear about this? I, I've heard about it and I had heard that she she claims and I you know I hope hope to give her listen, she claims that she mixed up like the Knicks and the Lakers or something like that, and it came out sounding like the N-word. I gotta try and take her side on this, even though I have not heard anything, but it's like who would be fucking dumb enough to drop an N bomb? I listened when, to when it. this happened. You know what I mean? Like I listened to well, it. I mean, the first time it's the N bomb. The second time, you actually hear the the mistake, because the first time that you hear it, you're just listening for what the article says. But it's crazy because it doesn't say like allegedly. It says like these headlines say drops the N bomb like it. It doesn't even give her the benefit of the doubt. Like the articles are worded to to pretty much ostracize her. And then she has to just spend all of her time defending herself for a mistake. Did you did you ever do you remember seeing that interview? I can't remember what news thing it was, but it was some like BS E wannabe station. And they were interviewing Samuel L. Jackson, and the guy said, "Mr. Fishburne, um, what was your opinion on this?" And Samuel L. Jackson, he tried. The guy, the guy, like realized he screwed up and tried to roll over. And Samuel L. Jackson was just like, "Oh hell no, you don't get a pass on that." What do you mean, Mr. Fishburne? You think we all looked in like it wasn't? It wasn't a bit like it just. <laughs> and, uh, and I, I can. So I just listened to it a little bit, and he was saying. Los Angeles, Naker. Like I, 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 I really don't think that I, I really, I really, really don't think that she ever meant intended to say that word. It, but that's the thing is that you and I figured that out after listening to it. The re- but everyone else is just sharing the news article without listening to it. Well, it's this fucking like culture of like any mistake, like use it as a as a like a, a thing of piece of power that you can get offended over. It's like someone that I know and in a lot of ways respect shared that news article. And I, I commented on it and I said, if you listen, it does sound like the mistake that she describes. And she like, like reacts with a laughing emoji on my post and like, eh, okay, you want to ignore the truth just and just support. I, I don't get how people are okay with sharing that. Take, take it easy there. That's the first girl that ever danced with me at a, at a school dance in fifth grade. <laughs> well, it looks so, like it's not the first time that her judgment has slipped. <laughs> oh, wow. It, 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 and honestly, she only she did it purely out of pity because I was just, I don't moping. know. You're moping? I was a hopeless fucking nerd. Like, I was a dweeb. Please. please. Yeah, I mean, oh no, I didn't do anything like that. Um, I went up like 
and asked her, but it's just in this corner and mope until a girl asks me to. No, but I was a fucking loser, so she felt bad for me. I'm just describing (laughs) myself right now. He he was he was doing sweet tricks on his bike to impress her. No, I was too I was like too fat for bikes. I I couldn't ride a bike very well. I hadn't grown into my body enough to be any type of an athlete. I just sucked. (laughs) And those those trick bikes were small. Like they were only designed for like. People that weren't wade sized. <laughs> they were. It's like the most pathetic thing. It's like everyone that I hung out with then, like, was built for those bikes, and then my fucking chunky ass just riding around <laughs> in the back. Like everyone's like, "Yeah, that kid's not doing anything on that bike." <laughs> <laughs> they make them bigger now. Yeah, well, that's they had, great. <laughs> they, had, they, had, they had to burn your seat after you were done with it. <clears throat> oh man, but. That being said, here's another aspect of this. Like, I didn't think you could make this man's death, this man's death, this tragic fucking event any worse. And I'm starting to see some like right wing shit popping up over this. And it's I try not to get offended on silly shit on on, on social media. But I, I have to read this off of my because I've seen a couple of them. But this one is the one that I saw the, the latest. And I want to read this fucking post on my wall because I think it's so fucking whack. Um, let me just do a search real quick because I know who the fuck I know. Who, I know who did it. You, you were reading this to me out loud earlier and it's like instant like blood pressure rising. Yeah, like it's, it's going it like, to it's sad, but it's going to it's going to like either. It's definitely going to lead to an unfollow and eventually just an unfriend. Right. With all this talk about Kobe and his daughter, I don't see all the quote-unquote Black Lives Matter aficionados mentioning anything about all the white people on the helicopter. Like, are you fucking joking? I, 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 so, okay, so if I have to be so fucking brash, then I fucking will. Um, the impact that Kobe Bryant had not only on professional basketball, but the lives um, of young kids, uh, you know, that were aspiring to be like Kobe Bryant. And let's not like, let's not sugarcoat this shit. Like Kobe Bryant took the torch from Michael Jordan, who, as you got older in life, realized had some checkered shit in his past with, gambling debts and things like that and wasn't, you know, and was not the cleanest guy. Um, Compared to what, Jordan? I mean, like Kobe, no, Kobe, what I'm saying is like Kobe, sorry. I just, I was saying, I was saying Jordan didn't have the cleanest past. You didn't hear about that when you were a kid. Kobe, and, and someone could bring up with Kobe's legacy, oh, you know, the Colorado incident, which was has already been proven that there was a fucking money grab and it was complete bullshit. Um, and it went away very quickly because of that. No problems with the law. Uh, an amazing teammate from from all intents and purposes, a really good dad. Made such an impact on so many lives that I will say. It's terrible that it happened to all these other people, but the fact is. All of your lives fucking added up. Don't fucking amount to 
to a percent of what Kobe Bryant has done for, like I said, the NBA, kids in general, businesses, everything. He's the he's one of the most most important players in NBA history. Why the fuck do you think that that the rest of the people are not being mentioned? Because whether you like it or not, they didn't make that type of a of an effect. And I, I almost said impact, which would have been really fucking the wrong word. Um, didn't make that type of phrasing. Yeah. Like they didn't, you didn't make, you, I don't want to see it in count. You absolutely counted. And it's terrible. It happened. So but dude, <laughs> it, it's a slippery slope, right? I mean, first of all, I haven't watched the Fox news coverage of this, which tends to focus on the opposing side of these, Argument. I don't even, but I don't even but, think Fox is touching that. You know what I, I mean? don't. No, and I don't. I, Fox is going to tell you the people you've heard of that died. That's what they sure. do. Just like the the day the music died, right? Where, right Buddy Holly. Yeah, Buddy Holly, uh, Richie Valens. They were. Was the Big Bopper on there, or was the was Big Bopper was there yep. too? And they're <clears throat> they're Excuse they're white me. people. <laughs> Richie Valen wasn't white, right? He was Hispanic. And the oh. Big Bopper was black, right? No, the Big Bopper was white. My bad. Yes, but but, it, but, it's, but it's a it's it's a similar thing. When when a tragedy happens, you focus on the people I mean, that you know. Yeah, I mean, like Stevie Stevie Ray Vaughan. You don't talk about it. You you'll be like, people don't talk about the other people that were in the helicopter with him when that crashed either. You know, it's not. What I don't like saying, and Wade, you can say it. <laughs> what I don't like saying is that their lives amounted to more than the others, even the sum of the others, because we don't know. We really don't know. And a lot of the times I think that we have a perceived value on sports, which I don't actually agree with. Um, personally, I don't. I think that sports are completely overrated. <laughs> but whether they're overrated or not, that doesn't mean that the people that are the stars of those sports are not people to be admired. Um, I just, it's hard for me to say, it's hard for me to add up a bunch of other people's lives and say that, say that one person's life is, has a bigger impact or that it's worth more than the others. And, um, and you're right. And maybe that's, and, and that's me being defensive, but you brought it into my fucking dojo and I'm going to fucking tell you how it is. <laughs> if, if I die in a car accident with Michael Jordan, they will not fuck they, They'll mention maybe my name, but they will not spend much time on it. And I don't fucking blame them. Right. Right. You know what and I mean? He's a bigger name. Well, and it's because it wouldn't have made the news if he wasn't with you. Right. The only thing the news would be like, why the fuck is Michael Jordan hanging out with Wade? Yeah. If you just if you just died, it wouldn't make national news. No, no. offense, but it no, wouldn't. None taken. So and even if let's say, let's say it might have, right? Let's say you died um at your at your place of employment, right? Which happens to like process food. Let's say you fell inside one of the food processors. You might you might become pretty famous. They might start naming like safety procedures, you know, like the Wade Mariano uh, safety hatch to prevent a human from falling into the food hopper. So yeah. it, it could you. Uh, there's a lot of times when people actually become Man. more famous than they're worth because the the manner in which they died, or the timing in which they died, or they were the first person to die um, of a certain type of um, condition or ailment, and then they kind of live on just because of they were in the right place at the right time when they died. Yeah, but it's like to to turn this into this like race baiting bullshit to further like make an attempt to create racial divides on this 
Like this is, and, and I disagree with you a little bit, that, Trace, and, I, and that's okay. Like we're fundamentally going to disagree, but I do feel that like sports and art, specifically like music, um, and maybe cinema, but more so music. I think I have a tendency more to galvanize people than to polarize them. Um, you know, like you're at a concert at a band you want to see it and you'll be sitting next to strangers, but you'll all be kind of, you know, dancing or singing along and, and everyone's kind of cool for that, those short period of time. And the same can be said for at a sporting event, you know, you, you go to a, a game and you're, you know, you're going nuts and you're cheering, you're high-fiving strangers, people you don't know, and, and maybe you do make some connections there. But I do feel that um, I'm not saying that, like, you're, you know, your your kid's role model should be Kobe Bryant, the basketball player. No, but I, I don't. Think, I think fundamentally I agree with you that sports do, they do focus on camaraderie and, and good sportsmanship and, um, I, I do agree fundamentally that that's their intention. Although I feel that they also tend to feed on our desire to pick sides. So I feel like they have they have an equal polarizing impact. I I really do. I I I honestly believe that. Like, there's people that will fight each other just because the teams that they like. And, and I think, well, do you that think, might be the uh, extreme? Yeah, I think that's the extreme. I think, I think I a lot of the time people are kind of like, it's more like they like each other at first because they're both into their own team and they have a lot of information to share. Um, I'm also not at these events enough to really, really know. <laughs> well, I'll be honest with you, Trace. Like, I, I think there, there are definitely people go to, go to Buffalo Stadium, go to the rock pile. There are, I mean, they're the cheap seats. It's typically completely drunk and obliterated people that are literally there just looking for a fight. But I will say a vast majority of people, even at a crazy like Bills game, a lot of it is chiding. And ultimately, there is some form of respect for for the other person. You know, you I don't I hate your team. I hate that you're cheering for them. But you're just like me, and you're just as loyal as I am, and I can relate to that. So. Your team sucks and you suck, but I, I respect you. You know what I mean? Like a well-adjusted adult does that. The fucking person with the drinking problem who probably doesn't have their life together very much, who has some real, real issues in their life that just go to get shit-faced, plowed, wasted, and they get in a fist fight because someone has another colored, colored jersey on. Do I think, yes, as a sporting event, a great opportunity for them to do that kind of anonymously and not get in trouble for it? Sure. But do I think that person also has some like deep-seated issues that they should probably work on before worrying about going to a sporting event. Yes. I think that's but, probably more, more so the case. But if I were to draw a parallel, right? Like blindly, sure. blindly supporting a team because of geographical location. Right. Right. I, I can draw a lot of parallels between that and the two party election system. Yeah. But, but, but this is a little bit different trace because because if I vote, if I root for the New York Giants, it doesn't mean that uh, my that that the other team's civil rights are going to be fucking possibly repealed. You know what I mean? Like, there's a lot more at stake when it comes to politics. Well, and, politics and, 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 and sports. 
at I least until know. 15 years has passed and the we live in a accursed earth where uh rollerball teams uh, battle for the last resource you know the rights to the last resources on the planet and uh we have to you know our futures are de- decided by people with names like the assault city rollers or the neanderthals or something like that i mean i feel like the vast majority of people side with the culture that they are raised in they side with what their parents believed in and that the rights that you're talking about are mostly like a tug of war between which which rights we really want to keep and which ones we really want to be um, policed. I uh, Sorry. Tracy. No, no, go ahead. Please do. It's, um, yeah, you know, and again, I have a lot of, you know, because of my weekend commutes to see the significant other. Um, I have a lot of time to kind of just like reflect on things and, and listen to strange things and, you know, audio books and all that stuff. But there was a, there was a concept that kind of came up in one of those things this weekend and it was called, uh, Orobosian incest. And it is a loaded word and it's very complicated, but it's this idea that effectively the majority of the activity of the human brain is dedicated to actually not making it conscious. Like, and I guess where this is going is that because you, 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 it's because team teams, basic teams act as basically surrogates for making decisions, right? Like, you know, like you're, you're kind of, you're kind of sub, you're subsuming yourself to a larger a, a larger identifi- identification outside of yourself and it's like it's kind of like it's it's an innate thing in kind of human biology that we just we 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 want to we want to be part of a crew because being part of a crew means we're not we're not stuck being so much us and to, to you know to Wade's point like you know like there's there's some there's some there's some comments that effectively kind of you know because Trace and I are not good at the sports ball so you know I don't know maybe that maybe that has some maybe that's the bias in there too but it's it's this idea you know like people get brand allegiances too yeah I don't know like Trace I mean I don't think I don't think um athletic prowess has any has much I mean you guys just because Trace is like a huge like basket NBA fan when he was younger and he didn't play basketball. I mean, we dicked around on the playground, but like, you know, he didn't like play basketball like that, but like Trace was a pretty big like Bulls fan, I remember. Um you know, I mean like Jordan Jordan actually did do do the whole like death game that either he was riddled with flu or he was really drunk. Either way, he took it like a Titan. Yeah. I, he, he, you know. And I, I I don't disagree with your point, Wade, that people that are like Toxic fans are going to be toxic in life, but I just I I observe something much much more different when it comes to politics, where people that I know and respect are still toxic, and it, it makes me second guess whether or not I really want to be friends with them. But they they're they're toxic, and like in the example of of a news article that somebody's blindly sharing, that was is. Has the potential to completely destroy somebody's career because of the way that a word sounded versus what she right. said, right? right. What she right. said, what she thought, and what she meant to say. It, are you saying that there are friendship snake, Trace? What are you saying that there are friendship snake? 
I don't know. But yeah, I don't know. I don't know if they're. Oh, friend. Gunner. <laughs> <laughs> it's a valid question, Trace, because it is very fitting. It is, but I don't think anyone knows what the fuck a friendship is. If you listen to the fucking podcast, then you fucking would. <laughs> uh, um, I I wouldn't necessarily say that that person is there, but they're like they are by proxy, right? Right, by proxy of one article shared. Right. Really, it's it's a bad judgment, but it's because I don't think people feel an onus to I don't think that they understand the impact. I maybe that's maybe that's the issue. And we're getting close to social media, which we promise to never talk about on the show ever. But um people just don't feel like them just sharing something to the few friends that they have is going to make a big deal. But this like we we don't we say we won't talk about it, but the reality is this is like the only fucking platform that these fucking race baiting trolls have to go. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I this dude isn't like because the fact is is that this kid that I know that posted this on his page, I don't talk to him regularly. In fact, I haven't had a conversation with him face to face in probably close to six years. Because but but here's the reality of it. If I saw him face to face and he started to say this shit. I'm like, dude, that's really fucking ignorant. You know what I mean? Like, I would explain why it's fucking ignorant. Like, and his his name is Steven Seagal. <laughs> yeah. But I like I I agree. Like, I want to avoid social media as a topic, but this is like the only platform yeah. that these fuckos have. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, it's hard. And that's probably why we need to be careful to talk about it, because it, it can literally consume like the rest of our lives. It, well, that, just, and every, that and every time we talk about it, uh, social media algorithms troll the Internet, find it and then start directing uh, related speech back to us anyways. Because that's true. Yeah, we well, that's, that's really where we get our funding, right? Yes. Facebook <laughs> sponsors us and then they just change their algorithms so that they can keep throwing stuff on people's wall. Speaking of Republicans, what about the Space Force? Yes, so uh, <laughs> I don't take it seriously. Is that, is that, a is that a smooth transfer? <clears throat> it's smooth enough. It's about as smooth as this fucking logo. So, <laughs> Grand Wizard Trump <laughs> has released his uh, logo for the Space Force, um, the best force of space, the be- the most marvelous force of space, and it essentially marvelous. is a fucking complete ripoff of Star Trek and Star Trek fans are rightfully pissed off. Um, beautiful space force. It, it's it. Like I find this kind of silly um, to be critical. Cause like, it's just space force. It's just some little thing, but like, I'm sure he didn't design it, but he, he, he essentially okayed it. And you're such a fucking narcissist that you think that you can, steal from somebody somebody's intellectual property and just slap it on as as like a a new like armed forces fucking branch you you're <laughs> it's a tiny thing and it's silly to lose my mind over but it's just another example of how fucked this guy is so let's let's describe let's describe to the listeners 
Hey, listeners, why? have you ever heard or seen fucking Star Trek? <laughs> okay, that's what the fucking Space Force logo is. <laughs> no, let's go into details. So, <laughs> so the Star Trek logo is that cool, like, I don't know what it's supposed to be. It almost looks like the tip of a rocket ship or something with a star in the middle of it. And it has almost like a Nike swoosh going around it. And then in Tr- a circle, it has these twinkly stars. Trace, can I ask, can I make a, can I make a, um, a request? Yeah. Like let this be the fucking yeah, it's picture that cover. we use. Like it's the- going to be the cover. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's going to be the cover. You know what? I, I can Photoshop Starfleet command out and put friendship snake on it too. No so, that we, so that we steal, we steal no. Star Trek too. Everyone can steal it now. No, no step on snake. Like, don't get me wrong. There are some differences, but the spirit of the logo has been fucking stolen. So, <laughs> so they have this like this tip of a rocket ship or whatever in the original. I don't know what it's supposed to be, but it's that little that cool like kind of rocket looking logo, and then the the swoosh going around it, which might be like a comet or something or a ring from a planet, and then a perfect circle with little twinkles. Now, the one that the um, Space Force, which is the United States Space Force Department of the Air Force, right? Even though there's no air in space. So, ha, huh. tricks on you, fuckers. You can't be the Air Force with no fucking air. Did you think about that, assholes? Well, actually, um, they, used, they used to be called the Aero. Well, there was one point they were going to change their name to the Aerospace Force, but, oh, you know. That's that, you know, National Aerospace Administration. Sure. National yeah. Air and Space. Yeah. No, I can see that. Um, well, the <laughs> the Air Force logo for the Space Force Division, um, it's like an arrowhead, which is peculiar, peculiarly sized and shaped about the same as the Star Trek logo. It's symmetrical, though. And then it has a swoosh going around it. It's slightly different, but it definitely has a like a like a swoosh. Oh, lose someone. Uh, looks like we lost Gunner. Okay, we'll let him come back on. Yeah, yeah he can come back on. We'll just keep going, keep going. Yeah, because we can do that now. Yes, we can. And then, instead of the little like twinklies going around the perfect circle, he's back. He's back. You know what's cool is the listeners can hear him leave and come back now because yeah, they hear what we hear. Yeah. Um, and with the instead of like the circle with the twinklies around it, it just has like a bunch of like twinkly stars around it. It's uncanny. (laughs) Yeah. And then where the word like Starfleet command goes around in a circle, um, they have text going around in a circle as well. So yeah, it's uncanny, and it's our it's it's actually I think we're just going to take it as our logo now. I mean, if <laughs> if Star Trek logo can be just taken by anyone, why are we using our existing Friendship Snake logo? I don't why know. Don't- <laughs> because no, because fucking Deke made it. That's why. That's true. Shout out to Deke. <laughs> Shout out Deke. Gunner, did you come back completely, or are you still uh, trying to master your equipment? Yeah, I think he's mastering. I think he's mastering his baits. Yeah. <laughs> what what time are we at there, Trace? This is fucking um, Hello. Hey, there you go. He's back. He's alive. 
I can hear you, but he couldn't talk for some reason, which is BS. Oh. Whatever. Can I, am I still gone? No, you're still here. I can hear you. I, just, Gunner, I, I don't have any auto feed. No, um, it's Gunner. just kind of. Yeah, I heard. What? Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. If you were listening and you have something to add, go ahead. I was going to ask you an unrelated question. So it's just kind of weird how much the culture has changed. Like even like, you know, maybe this is like a sign of getting old, but like, cause it, it really could like, cause do you remember the, I mean, like you remember the space shuttles, right? Yeah. Like challenger. And yeah. Well, there was a whole thing like, um, they were so like dead set, ser- dead set serious. Like, there was a whole national writing letter writing campaign, everything like that. Like, cause the, the, the first test shuttle, they actually named it the enterprise just because, and like it basically, it was like, it was like one of those like irrelevant write in things, but it, like that, the, the kind of the, the military like command structure at the time threw a whole hissy fit about it. Like even Carter wasn't super enthused, you know, like he did it, but you know, like the 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 F-16 fighting Falcon was originally supposed to be called the Viper, like from the the, the fighters the birds from of prey. Well, no, the Viper from the the Star Star Battlestar Galactica. Oh, okay. They wanted to call it they, like all the pilots wanted to call it the Viper, but the the the, the brass wouldn't let them. And now it's like, meanwhile, we're actually like mm. Trump basically signed an order to effectively get people to cosplay as Star Starfleet Federation officers. <laughs> Although, who knew you needed camouflage in space? The tree, you know, tree, you know, or de- uh, forest warfare. I guess um, I feel differently about it. If it was NASA, they copied this. I don't think like many Star Trek fans would have an issue. I think it's because it's it's become like militarized, and that's kind of against. Well, you know, as long unless it's that really cool ass ship from Star Trek Into Darkness, which everyone hates, but like it was still cool because. Had uh, what's it, uh, Peter Peter Walker or Peter? Why is it? I can't remember his last name. Dude played Robocop. I uh, the actor. I I'm not sure. Star Trek Into <sighs> Darkness. Which one was that, Connor? That was the one with um, Benedict Cumberbund. Oh, it's Khan. Uh, it's Khan. Okay, but it had the it had the it had the one ship that was like firing and warp, and you saw people like flying out of the ship. You know, the Enterprise, and it's. It was so not a Star Trek movie, but it was still cool because it was not Star Wars either. Right. Um, yeah. It doesn't help that the current administration, like, let's face it, they would probably, like, shun and, like, shit on Star Trek fans as, like, nerds and pussies and shit like that. But, like, of course, they would steal their fucking logo. Do you think it's because Trump wants to be Captain Kirk? Dude, I wouldn't fucking doubt. I wouldn't put it past him. <laughs> Do you think he like internalizes himself as Captain Kirk? <laughs> oh, I'm. I mean, I'm. I don't know. Probably. I think it would be. I think it. It would be better if it just happened accidentally. Like, like the. The Star Trek logo has been. Keep talking, guys. I'll be right back. Fucker. The Star Trek logo has been like like ingrained in so many brains for so many generations that no matter how we draw a like a space crest, it always ends up looking something like the Star Trek logo. Mm. 
You're not buying that, I take it. Okay, I'm going to ask you my random question. Sure, go ahead. Have you used an air fryer? Have I used an air fryer? Um, Not personally. Uh, Aaron, I believe, has one. My sister. What the fuck? I, I was listen. We we if we're frying something, we're going all in. That's that's how, <laughs> that's how I feel. It's like don't 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 front. It's like there there's there. You need you need to run the risk of permanent blindness in one eye from being a goof and dropping something in that was too cold into that deep fryer. Now, don't the air fryer still end up frying it? Don't they have some way of like... Have we gone to air fryer? Oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) Trying to avoid this. He waited for you to make boom boom before he could go. My bladder waits for no person. Sorry. You made the the flower water instead of the boom boom? Yes. Nature called and I had had to answer, but it was just a quick call, so we're good. The fuck's flower water? Yeah, what is flower water? It's 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 the it's the pee pee water. Fair enough. The pee pee water makes the flower grow. So, <laughs> <laughs> so we're taught we, we've gone to air fryers, haven't we? Yeah, we're there. Well, okay, it's either that it. or we talk about pee pee water or flower water and boom boom. And I think nope. Trace is a fan of air fryers. It's weird because like like there's an unwritten rule, and it's actually written in many places that you don't post pictures of your food on anything. You don't email it. You don't. What are you about to Instagram? Unless Instagram, Instagram like, the entire platform. Yeah. Is nope. nope. The same rule exists on Instagram. You don't Instagram it. You don't really? Facebook it. The exception is 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 if you, if it's an exceptional photo, and you apply a couple of cutesy filters to it, then you're like, okay, this is a really nice looking plate, and I'm going to pretend like I'm a foodie for one day. I am from the school of it is okay to post on Instagram, but that is the only platform that you are allowed. Hmm. Yeah. Um, no, there's still the unwritten rule exists, so you should read it. Or if it's Asian, well, actually, no, <laughs> to find this unwritten rule. As I'm, as I'm yelling, and my parents are trying to sleep in the other in the other room. Um, the uh, I love how you paint pictures. <laughs> I'm gonna yell the, and wake the, up my parents in the other room. So, um, <laughs> this is this is also like this also seems like a very Western thing because like I know a bunch of like japanese and like eastern like or you know like southern asian or actually eastern asian i should okay, i guess technically they're all eastern asian um because they're in the east um or maybe we're in the east who knows maybe we're in their east all right i'm, I'm sidetracking but like you know but, but i mean like that was a big <laughs> thing that was a big thing in um uh you know like japanese and um hong kong and you know, what some was? of them, some regions, just like posting your food, like you're going out to oh, a restaurant here. Right. I don't know mm-hmm. if it's because like there's more drama, there's more like pr- well, work in the presentation, does. like to Trace's point, or if it's also just like a, 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 a Western culture, you know, like American culture versus other places kind well, of and thing. If, if it's a public platform and you geotag or you tag the actual place you're going to, it's actually a nice public service because then when you go and search that company up, you can see what their food looks like. And that might help you know whether or not it's fresh food or if it's the type of food that you like. But as a general rule of thumb, um, you don't post your food. However, what happens is these new, like these new technological advancements come out and then people are like, oh, fuck, I got to talk about food now 
because everything that I did yesterday is now going into a new appliance. So let's start talking about the food again. And um, the air fryer. <laughs> you send us your fucking air fryer photos. I want to see. I want to see everything you make in your air fryer. I do, I do own and use an air fryer. What's your opinion? Um, it's pretty good. Like, it's like if you want to make some like French fries or something like that. It's mm-hmm. definitely a good substitute. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, don't get me wrong. Like putting them in like a deep fryer, it's I great. Was, but- when did you ever deep fry French fries at home? Yeah, no, I baked them typically. Boom. So they come out better, but they got more calories because it doesn't it actually put oil on them? No. No, well, not at all. Actually, the, the correct way, if the correct way, if you're doing you can't French put, fries, you at can't home, put oil in an air fryer. Like you could, you could, you could maybe coat them if you were to yeah. spray them, but like with some Pam or something like that. But like you can't, can't like throw oil in an air fryer. Oh. It's strictly a baking. The difference is, Trace, is I don't have to fucking wait for my yeah. I don't have to wait for my oven to heat up, like preheat my oven, and then wait thirty minutes. It's like no, shit's done in like between seven and ten minutes. Well, it's it's an approximation too, because like the really the, the the trick is is that a proper French fry you're supposed to boil the potato, dice it, and then fry it. True. Very good point. So, but nobody does so, that. At so, home. so you're saying you ju- you would just like mist your food with oil or something? How would you? If you like, if you wanted to. So when I've I've made like friend, uh, you know, like uh, fingerling potatoes, if you will. So I'm like not quite thin little French fries because that's a pain in the cock. But you know, I like cut it up into eighths or whatever. I'll maybe spritz a little bit of um, like like I'll coat them in a little bit of olive oil if I wanted to. Some rosemary, some salt and pepper. And pop them in that bitch for like, like I said, maybe 15 minutes and they're done and they're pretty crispy and everyone's happy. Yeah. Everything I've read about it says that it's just a small convection oven. Essentially. Yes. No. Yeah. And there's no, yes, you're absolutely correct. What a, what a genius term though. Right. So, you, so your French fries are no better than my fucking French fries. Um, yeah, I'd say they're they're, they're comparable. I just mine mine was mine took mine a little better. less time. Yours are mine absolutely are better. not better. Unlikely. What about they're probably my, comparable? How how do they compare to my smiley fries? Well, see, the, the, my the, the, I would the, be able to. So you would take with your oven like thirty mm-hmm. minutes for your smiley fries. Mm-hmm. It would take me like ten minutes for my smile for the smiley fries. But I got a question though. Do you yes. do you dip the smiley fry into your ketchup to make it look like a bloody face? No, I don't do that. And then so, mine are better. So, so here's a question. So here's a question. Yes. If you have, if you have impossible murder, burgers made from plants, could you have French fries that were made from an animal? Like so chicken, like, like chicken fries. Yeah, they've been wanting to use the term French fries the entire podcast. And he just found a way. He just found a way to use the term French fries. Good job, Gunner. So chicken fries. Well, they Good yeah, job. but they're made. They're made to look like potatoes. Yeah, they're actually what Gunner's talking about is like bleaching, bleaching out all of the meat taste so that it tastes like potato. <laughs> like, like somehow extracting just the starch from the animal <laughs> and making, making French cries. I don't think animals. I don't think meats have starches. I think it's but, vast yeah. majority fat and protein. There's yeah, but, gotta be but, some of there. but impossible, but impossible. Yeah. Impo- we'll, we'll figure out how to genetically engineer a chicken so that it has starch in it in itself. Just like, have you guys heard about genetically engineered <laughs> milk? 
No. So you mean, it's you mean milk or almond or almond milk? No, not 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 almond milk or not oat milk or not. It is they have literally been able to synthesize in a lab the same qualities of milk. It's just it's synthesized. It's not from an animal. Okay. They created it in a lab. Well, it's, it's not it's not from an animal. It's not with an animal from four legs with four legs. No, I'm not talking about cockroach milk either. You can milk anything if you try hard enough. Oh, Jesus Christ. Isn't that what uh, Dwight Schrute said on The Office? No, that's what uh, Adam, or that's what uh, Ben Stiller said in Meet the, Meet the Parents. Oh, yes. Was, he, was it the cat? Was it the, he was <laughs> yes. milk the cat? Yeah, okay. <laughs> you tried to milk him, didn't you, sick son of a bitch? But. So I went out on a midnight excursion last night. Yeah, what happened? Did you milk a cat? Um, there might have been cat milking involved. Was no. it a male or a female you went out to help? Uh, both. A couple? Yeah. Are they people that I know? Yes. Are they people that I dislike? No. Good. I like how you've judged. You've judged. <laughs> Will you dislike them after knowing after knowing that you they had you had to go out to help them? Oh uh, no. Car trouble, no. I assume? Uh no, actually house. Um Oh, is 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 this the poop water? Um that's that was not involved, but yes, that is it. Gunner liked the post, which means he knows exactly what I'm talking about. How did I miss this post? So it started as a Facebook post saying my uh my basement has water in it. And it was like, it's like, this is the second time it's happened. This is an act of desperation. Um, can I please get some advice? And what's fucking crazy is these quote unquote friends of this person spent most of their time arguing about whether or not they should call the insurance company when there was two inches of water in their basement. And of meanwhile, course, the, meanwhile, the house is like lifting up off the foundation and slowly starting to move down the road. Well, yeah, while everyone's like sharing their success stories. No, oh, don't call the insurance company, call the insurance company. And uh, they happen to be a couple blocks away. So I'm like, man, I, they posted this like 40 minutes ago. So it's like it's like 11 at night. And I send a text and I'm like, hey, is this still going on? Do you still need help? And uh yeah, I ended up going up there and what had, what had happened is they had a sump pump that had failed and um, I lent them mine just for long enough to get the water level back down. <clears throat> but uh, what I think is most interesting about it was they came from, they used to live in New York City where their, the, the property that they were in, they pretty much had like a, like an emergency line they could call and somebody would come over and fix any problem because they, they, they were in a building and they shared the building with other people. There's some organization that managed the maintenance of the building. And uh, you know once you own a home, there's not a person you can call in the middle of the night. And I thought it was such an interesting concept that as homeowners – like how easy it is to stay to live in your home for a long time and not know some basic things like what do I do when my basement starts flooding? Get a new house. 
throw throw the old burn the old one to the ground, get a new house. That's an option. That's certainly an option. Yeah. Yeah, just fucking just walk away. (laughs) (laughs) So why is this (laughs) why'd this house go into foreclosure? Oh, they had uh um they had, they had two inches in their basement, two inches of water. Shit, how did they, they survive? Walked away. Yeah. I don't know. I thought it was interesting. I thought it was an interesting concept because, you know, being like living in a rural area, I just always assume that somebody knows somebody. Like that it's <laughs> a sump pump is a phone call away, you know, and that you kind of have a understanding of where your appliances are, how they'll be affected by water. If your house has ever been flooded before. Um, But then I also stopped and thought, and I'm like, "Eh, maybe, maybe there's a lot of people that actually just live in their home. And whenever there's a problem, they just hope it's not devastating and that they can just, you know, get somebody to look at it the next day. In this well, case, in, in, in the case of this, of like why, human rights. why didn't they consult? Like it's water, right? So the first yeah. thing I'm going to do is a plumber. Like that's the first person I'm calling. Like an emergency. Some of these got like some emergency service plumbing. If I don't know how to how to operate a sub pump or potentially fix a sub pump, that probably would work in a big city. So if you're if you're like if you're closer to. Um, if you're closer to a big city, I think that would work great. I think these plumbing services would want to have an emergency line because you'll never leave that plumber after that emergency happens. You because you can be like you saved my life, right? But out here, I don't think that would work. And I think a good portion of the United States is rural, so I don't think that that always works. The Actually, actual the first time in United States history that most of the populace lives in urban areas. Right. Right. So. Um, the the actual the way to approach this problem here, at least in New York, is in upstate New York, is uh, you're, you actually call the fire department. Oh, really? Okay. The fire department has has the portable sump pumps, and they'll pump you right out. Yeah, they're really they're they're completely equipped. They'll come over with multiple sump pumps if the water's like rushing in, and they'll pump you right out. So that's really the first phone call. Um, but in in the in the case of this one. That water took out their hot water heater and their furnace. So it kind of becomes a bigger problem than just a wet floor. Now you have to worry about whether or not you're going to be able to heat your home the next day. And if you can't heat your home in the winter, all of the water lines in your house freeze. And then when they break, you're doing even more damage. Did a cat just die? It was a dog yelling at a cat because Richie's psychotic. He's just twitchy Richie. Silence. So, 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 are you saying like, I guess I don't know what you're saying. (laughs) <laughs> help me understand because like, I think of Canastota and I think like you can call any plumber in Syracuse not any but anyone that has like an overnight service and they will come out they will drive out to Canastota for you yeah 
Yeah. So I'm trying to think of like a like, like a more rural so, area. So that would fix the plumbing issue, but you still have your emergency issue with the heating. Sure. Fortunately, so then, it wasn't minus 20 out, which f- it, the way that water works is you don't get a whole bunch of water in your basement when it's minus 20 out because the ground is frozen. So you usually don't have like the furnace dying as a result of flooding. So you wouldn't have to call them the same night generally. Um um, if it were if it were that cold, in this case, it was you know forty degrees last night, maybe low thirties. So it right. was enough for the water to seep down into the ground. But it, it, with a couple of space heaters, they'd be able to make it through the night. But it's still a scary thing, and it's it's something where I it's I, I guess what's interesting to me is I feel like a lot of families just aren't. They, they they really wouldn't know what to do in a situation like this. You know what? I just thought of that, the next million dollar idea. We create a piece of software that mm-hmm. essentially is like a homeowner's homeowner 101. So some of the basic shit, how to tell if your sub pump is working, what is working. We market this to insurance companies so that they can, they can push it onto their homeowners say, Hey, you know, we really, we really encourage you. Uh, maybe it cuts down on your premiums a little bit to are, know this basic or general stuff. Are, are you are you are you saying that we need to do a smartphone app that's effectively like the black box for your your car <laughs> to see if you're driving like an asshole? No, like, it's just, did you check? It's, did you check? Did you check the fuse boxes this this month? And what's interesting, Wade, is that there's actual <clears throat> there's actual special clauses in your insurance policy when you're a homeowner that actually says that you have those duties as an insured. Like you, even though you don't know what to do, it is your responsibility to do that. Well, I, I, I liken it to <laughs> automobile ownership. Like yeah, yeah. I had a headlight go out mm-hmm. two weeks ago. It's a little different because I can't bring my fucked up house to, a, to a shop, but I can either You're not trying hard enough. spend, you know, $60 on getting a fucking headlight fixed at, at, at a mechanic, mm-hmm. or I can just fix it my fucking self for about, you know, 30 minutes of my time and what, $13 for, for the headlight. Right. But what's interesting about a headlight is, is a headlight by design, and it's it was done intentionally this way, the headlight actually has its a redundancy built into its design. Right. You don't have when you buy a sump pump, you don't buy them two at a time. We should. Right. But we don't. When you buy a furnace, <laughs> you don't buy them two at a time. In that case, it would be a lot of waste um, to, to do them two at a time. But like, I mean, how do you heat? How do you keep a home from freezing when a furnace goes? Yeah. But the, here's also the other thing, though, Trace. Like as a homeowner, if you're responsible enough. You'll yearly do a PM, spend the money to bring in a specialist and do a PM on your furnace to ensure that it's, you know, there aren't any issues because maybe, mm-hmm. maybe they can identify an issue saying, Hey, this is going, or you might have trouble with this. People don't do that. And I understand because you're saving, you think you're saving money, but the fact is, is that if you can identify an issue and get a, get a new furnace before the problem happens, you know what I mean? Like, right. Right. And that, that's what that does is that tries to mitigate the risk. But it doesn't eliminate it, and there still Correct. needs to be an action when 
when it when it fails. In this case, the water, it wasn't that high, but the geniuses that designed this furnace, the furnace is made by Ream, which is supposed to be a great company, but the geniuses that designed this furnace, they put the logic board almost touching the ground. Oof. And I don't understand why. Usually at the bottom of the furnace, they have the, the fan that blows the air. Yeah. The logic board was in the same chamber as the air. And I'm not sure why they designed it this way. But I don't know how long that the basement um, had water. But when I popped the panel off and looked, you could see that parts of the board had melted. Yeah. That sucks. Yeah, and and this this is the second time the board's been replaced in the last uh, yeah, year. Yeah, so. I, I fucking tell them. I, I mean, bad news, and I and I you probably maybe in a situation you can't afford it, but save as much money as you can to replace this furnace because it is poorly designed. Yeah, yeah, it or sucks. or or really, what it comes down to is, um, in the case of the water, you you really the water is the catalyst for the damage. Sure, right. So you have to have a backup plan for the water. And that's, that's something that was learned. You know, when you read the history of the conversation, um, you know, somebody's like, I always keep a backup sump pump and the homeowner's like, you know, I didn't know that a backup sump pump was a thing, but we're going to fucking have one tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah. By the way, I don't have a backup sump pump. No. no. Why? I just go to the store. <laughs> I, I let the I let the basement fill with water and well, go to the know, store. You, you, and if I needed well, to, I put a Facebook post you, up saying, you are, "Give me your old shitty sump pump. I need it right now, emergency." Or call the fire well, department. Yeah. Or yeah, you, well, no, because you know it's the same. It's the same thing. Like it's like when the freaking floor joists went in your house during the Halloween party. You know, you have enough. <laughs> you have enough. I wish fr- we had enough friends in the community that we can kind of. Let's relive. Let's let me live that memory as the last part of the podcast. I would love that. Okay. So it is the year two thousand. Hold on, because I have pictures of my costume. Two thousand eleven. Was it two thousand eleven or twelve? I want to say. Um, I was. I went as Paul Bunyan that year. Yes, you did. And uh, Trace had a party at his house, which at that point. This is probably going on what nine, ten, ten years ago, probably. Or you brought a babe with you too. I did. I did. The babe with the power. What power? Congratulations to the babe for having a babe. By the way. Yeah. Yeah. Bad way to go. That's awesome. The older of the Deeks. Yes, the eldest Deek. <laughs> well, the eldest, eldest of the siblings, Deek. Yes. Um. Actually, I want to get. I actually want to get this date here correct because it's. I can look up the date. You do the. You you tell the story. All right. So, Trace has his annual Halloween party, which used to be like you know before kids and stuff get involved, which I'm sure a lot of people that can relate to. Um, we had like every year religiously. It like didn't matter where I was living. Like I used to. Move, I had to move a lot for work, um, and uh, I always came back for the Halloween party. Um, it was like that big of a deal. So it was 2009. Oh, you beat me to it. <clears throat> We're all, Trace probably has about shit. There had to be at least 40 or 50 people in his kitchen. <laughs> and we're all like dancing and jumping around and like everyone's fucking shit face at this point. All of a sudden, 
we hear this crazy loud snap and the floor drops about six inches and everyone just is, is like free because everyone is pretty much like oh shit the floor is going to cave in on itself so we get everyone out into the garage with the exception we, we moved the snacks we Remember? did move the, yes, we yeah. moved we moved the, the food snacks. to a different room so that yes. people would stop standing there. <laughs> yeah, because they're all like, Ugh. it's like, okay, maybe you didn't just experience the floor like dropping six inches, but like that was, I was very, very drunk. And then I got very, very sober very, very quickly after that because it was pretty scary. So <laughs> Trace recruits myself. Almost positive Tom Wilkinson was there. I know Gopher was there. Yes. Ed, yes the, 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 oh, what the heck did he come as? Tom came as like, as, as, was he like a safari guy or Mr. Bean or something like that? I don't remember. Fuck. God, what was Tom that year? Tom was wearing some sort of a khaki getup. I don't, Gopher, I want to say was like, like, like the Grim Reaper or something like that. Gunner, were you? you I was were down Cheshire there. Cat. Yes. Yes. Gunner was a Cheshire Cat. Trace, what were you that year? Man, you know, I thought I'd be able to find these photos like were right you away. The, were you I, the Pink Power Ranger? I have not been able to find oh, them. I don't know if it was the Pink Power Ranger year. I don't know. I can't remember. So, um, <laughs> so this beam broke, and of course, the first thing you do when something like that happens at a party is you come and grab the homeowner. And I am not a very good homeowner while I'm drinking because I don't really give a fuck. <laughs> I'm like, Hey, I'm out here partying and having a good time. Whatever emergency you have, just figure it out wipe up the mess, clean it up, whatever. It's not a big deal. And, uh, no trace really like it felt like a bowling ball just got dropped on the floor. Something is wrong. <laughs> <laughs> and uh oh man um i think i think fiend was there was fiend i think was there was he little john that year i think i, th- I think he yeah, may he have was. been little john that year we have to be careful with because he did the whole get up and that's kind of frowned upon now for some reason but he was dressed as little john and but he he had like for some reason, he decided to try mushrooms that night. <laughs> I don't know if he told you guys this. So no. he shows up and like everyone is just like super hyper focused on this problem in the basement. So he's like, okay. And in his head, like that was the only thing that needed to happen. <laughs> and uh, the, the the solution that all of us drunk idiots came up with was if we could get if we could make a beam to go underneath the broken beam as a support then we could keep drinking that is correct i i i actually was tracking down a bottle jack to to to, to, crank, to, to crank the floor back up level while you guys were eventually ended up just hammering one in yeah so sure. so you Gideon went for a bottle jack too. you went for a bottle jack Fiend ended up leaving too I don't know who he went with, how he got there. And then, um, but what ended up being the winner is uh, uh, Wilkinson grabbed a four by four. I think he made it to his dad's and back. I don't think he should have driven. (laughs) Maybe he didn't. Maybe he caught a ride with someone, but he came back with this four by four. He measured it like, like, what is it? You 
measure twice, cut once, right? Yes. Yep. He measured it so many times. And then he then he cut it. And he measured to where it had to be, not to where the the the, the broken beam was. And now we just had to put it in place. But in order to put it in place, we had to actually jack the floor up in order to put this post underneath. And what we came up with was give Paul Bunyan a huge <laughs> sledgehammer. <laughs> I was handed the sledgehammer because you don't go to a fucking Halloween party, dress as Paul Bunyan, and turn down the fucking sledgehammer. Yes, it was not an axe, but <laughs> I was in no position to say no. And I think so, we have picture evidence, which that really should be the cover. Oh, I wish we um, had the fucking picture. God, it was. <laughs> you're gonna you're gonna have to combine the both of them so everyone downstairs hammering away at it has the Star Trek, the Space Force. No, I was the only yeah. one hammering away at it. It was me well, with the fucking hammer hammering that fucking thing into place, and okay, everyone was everyone with a fucking drink in their hand. Yeah, somebody was holding yeah. my drink. <laughs> yeah. Wait, wait, okay, yep, so yep. We, we've we've already arrived at it, which is that you have the actual Starfleet badge as your face, and everyone else has the st- the Space Force knockoff. That's right. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> that's right yep and as soon as that as soon as that support beam was back in um we immediately just started drinking yeah yeah we just handed away his beer back and we were we were back in business but the, like it, the funny thing was is that <laughs> we probably should not have been down there in that in that drunken state right right but <laughs> we fixed it, it though we, we all sobered up just long enough to fix the problem, and then we went all back to irresponsible living. You, you, you had to chase that adrenaline jolt away. It's true. God. Halloween 2009. Never forget. It's <laughs> better than, better than the year that I thought that the cop that showed up at the door was a friend in uniform, a friend in a costume. That was a bad idea, inviting him in. Yeah. But that we could talk about that in another episode. Yes, we can, because we have definitely reached time at this point. <laughs> Fuck. Classic. Well, thanks, everyone, for listening. And uh, we're not going to be able to find that photo, which sucks, because I really wish we could find the photo, because that would be the perfect fucking uh, Friendship Sake logo with all of us down there, um, essentially doing foundation work while shit-faced. <laughs> <laughs> foundation reinforcement but uh that's our show for uh today and uh you know let us know make some comments share with your friends if you'd like us to talk about a topic or uh possibly be on the show let us know have a great night or day all right <laughs>